the trails, woods, and waters of the Great Lakes State to the Michigan Talk Network. It's Wild Michigan with your host, Duran Martinez. Michigan. I'm Duran Martinez on the Michigan Talk Network all over the uh, Great Lakes State on the network all over the world at wildmichiganradio.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram as well uh, at Wild Michigan. Very happy to have you here. Thanks to our friends at Conquest Sense for uh, providing their support to uh, keep this show rolling on the air. Also, our friends at Not Just Guns. Uh, Both of them have links on our website, wildmichiganradio.com. And coming up, uh, this month, here we are. We are now into February, and we've got the 23rd to the 26th down at the Suburban Collection Showplace. Outdoor Rama is back, and uh, we'll be talking more about that as our friends from Commemorative Bucks of Michigan, uh, Martin Holleran, will be joining me on the show. But right now, while we have this little window of ice... <laughs> in the majority of Michigan, we want to talk ice fishing. That's when we bring in our guru, Brian Brosdahl. Y'all know him as Bro. And Bro, uh, you're in Minnesota, and you've been uh, you've been ice fishing since November, which a lot of guys here and gals would be loving to do. But uh, we have not had the cold weather. Well, it's it, it, Michigan is an ice state, and I remember many years where uh, you were driving on. Uh, like Saginaw Bay and even uh, Erie, and then but it it changes. And our year here has been really mild, and uh, for for you know being in the the freezer part of the United States, and uh, we had a lot of thirty degree weather all through uh, January, and uh, now we're below zero again, and only for about a little over a week. We had it from uh, our lowest was about thirty below. But most of it was just teens below, and today it's ten below. And uh, but a lot of your bigger lakes, they have roads all over the place. Uh, still on a machine. We had back in December, we had a dumping of eighteen inches and six inches, and then uh, a few days later we had a wind that was close to fifty mile an hour. Created these snow waves. They look like pillows all over the lake, and on cloudy days you can't see them. So we have vehicle traffic everywhere here, and and you just you want a sunny day if you're going to be driving a truck around the lake. But even so, I'd, I'd recommend machines, and because uh, I'm getting a lot of friends from Michigan here fishing, and and you guys know how to roll. You got the snowmobiles and stuff like that, and they are having a great time. You know, um, I've, I've been watching. Uh, Mark Martin had some snow. He, I believe, is up. Uh, I want to say Black Lake, uh, where he was at. Mm-hmm. I could I could be wrong, but he's got a fishing school. They literally had to move the one fishing school to a different body of water because uh, of the ice conditions were so bad. But again, we we now we've had that nice stretch of of uh, of cold, but still spud your way out if you're going out and do not go alone. If you go alone, tell somebody uh, where you're going. Just a couple of real quick safety facts. But oh yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, and you know, and you know. I mean, there's all the gear we, we have available to us now that will help us uh, should we go through. So, I mean, you have float suits, you got ice picks that are around your thing. So there's a lot of stuff out there. If you don't have it, just research it. It's not that expensive. So 
you know, there's my there's my soapbox for the day. But let's <laughs> you've been uh, you've been catching a lot of walleye lately. I see you and your lovely bride Heather been catching the walleye through the ice. Uh, that's got to be good. Oh yeah, it's it, you know the biggest demand uh, for me is big jumbo perch, and then we finish it off with walleyes because the waters are real clear. The walleyes really animate that that last hour. We call it the hour of power, and so you gotta you, you kind of bide your time during the day fishing for big jumbo perch, and who doesn't like catching big perch? And uh, then we uh, you get a few walleyes fishing for perch, but uh, for the most part, the best bites seem to be in the evening uh, or morning or evening, and then uh, it's it's been really good. But the walleyes uh, make their run; they're super active, and they kind of slowed down in that cold front but they're starting to pick up again and it's uh you know it's you get that big run and we've got some lakes that are really absolutely full of fish right now so even if we do get a cold front or the wrong pressure systems you always catch fish because you just go to the lakes that have the most fish in them and it's you know we do have uh a big bodies of water here lake winnebagosh leech lake um these are hundred thousand acre 60 to 100,000, and Red Lake's 220,000. So, And then, of course, Lake of the Woods is a big one. The professional walleye tournament trails go there, and that's a million acres. And, uh, yeah, they got roads out there 25 miles long. Wow. That's crazy. Take your truck right down it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, it's it's funny when when we you know look at historically uh, the amount of ice we've had on lakes and the time we get it, we we have been in kind of a, of a weird period. I mean, look, I have uh, pictures and things up in the uh, Lake Mitchell area where they literally had a train car that would haul lumber across the ice, and, and we just have not had that kind of ice. Uh, in, in a very long time, and but again, you guys being so much farther north than us in Minnesota, uh, it really hasn't changed a lot for you. Well, and and if you go, the state is like a rectangle. It's it's long and skinny. So at the top of the state, we got twenty to twenty seven inches of ice. But now actually, it's more like twenty two to thirty inches of ice, depending. And the southern end of the state doesn't have hardly any, any at all. So. Our northern Minnesota is like your UP, mm-hmm. and um, and if you go up into the UP, you get you're going to have ice. Uh, but we we've been warmer, just like you have, and uh, there's there's you know there's trends. But it hit, if you look way back in history, you know sometimes it takes a long time. But we are warmer than we've ever been, and where that makes trouble is for loggers logging stuff mm-hmm. way back and where the where the swamps would be frozen, they can get across. They can't do it. <laughs> it's not we're not getting frost there's all kinds of things there's a huge stack of things that happen if you don't get your cold winters and uh but outside of that we've been warmer too even though we still get cold <laughs> and that cold really makes ice super fast if you don't have any snow on it right uh brian brosdahl is our guest here and uh just got word that Snowfest 2023 uh up in uh, by the marion vintage snowmobile club has been canceled so again here we go uh you know Snowfest 2023 and marion has been uh, canceled uh again talking about the weird weather there goes a snowmobile uh, thing has probably been held for a lot of years being canceled now um 
before we go to break, real quickly, uh-huh. I want to talk about what you're using for for walleye because I know Northland has brought out so much new stuff, and now we're finally getting those things off the docks and into the retailers. Oh, it's some of these uh, new spoons are amazing. The glass buckshot has been on my line right at dark. The walleyes are inhaling it, and good thing they're eaters because it's down their throat. They they just eat it, and uh, I just had a, a couple of big groups, and and uh, you you can even tell what to use, and most of them had them on, but everybody that used it got their limit uh, really fast. And the glass buckshots are so loud that they have a resonating sound that's just a great deal, and you just shake it, and uh, the translucent paint job on that glass, I think, is what's doing it. It looks like a real, real minnow to them. It has kind of a glossy look, and and the glows really glow, like the glow white. You hit it with a little light, and it, it looks it's super bright, and that's been the real trick. And just a just a minnow head, then you don't have to worry about a uh, biting and ripping your bait off. And uh, for perch. I like using some of them glows during the day. I use a Brobug spoon. It's slender. It looks like insect life. It looks like a may- mayfly larva. looks like a bloodworm. And perch are always focusing on insect life. And so are walleyes, eater walleyes. Everything in the lake eats insects in the winter. And they also feed on minnows. But insects are a big part of the, of the forage of walleyes, perch, and panfish. All right. Brian Brosdahl is our guest. Going to talk more ice fishing while the ice is here. In the Great Lakes State, we call Wild Michigan. You can join us on Facebook or listen to podcasts all from our website at wildmichiganradio.com. Now, back to Duran Martinez and Wild Michigan. Up in the backwoods, down in the holler. Old boys feeling like a dog on a collar. Keeping that shameful tight. Waiting on Saturday night. Welcome back to Wild Michigan. I'm Duran Martinez. Time to get out, man. Do some shooting. It's you know what? When the sun is out, the cold isn't that bad. So you can go out and do some uh, trap shooting, do some target shooting, and get yourself prepared. Uh, just you know, and uh, the way you do that is with uh, our friends at Not Just Guns, Cedar Street One Twenty Seven in Mason. Huge selection, big online shopping experience as well. NotJustGuns.com. Go see Mike Green and our friends over there. They are great people. And please, 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 please let them know that Wild Michigan sent you, okay? Those guys are helping us stay on the air, and we want to help them keep their doors open, which I don't think will be a problem. But the more of you that go out there, the better it's going to be. Uh, Brian Brosdahl joins us on the Conquest Sense Hotline. We talked a little bit about walleye fishing right there at the end of the segment, but uh, we've been talking about trends of ice, and I know my good friend Casey Farney's been out. He, he one hit with a spud about a week ago, and it went right through, and he wasn't ready. We may have some ice uh, in the lower portions of Michigan, I haven't had any real current reports, so I don't want to share those right now. But again, spud your way out, go with a friend, or tell somebody where you're going when you do go out. Uh, bro, I want to talk to you about you know the advantages of first ice. First ice normally comes mid to late December, early January, but first ice for us was like the last week in January. Does that affect you know the the fish because i mean they've had sunlight they've had open water well i'm not gonna say sunlight because there really hasn't been any okay they've had day daylight 
okay, lighter hours, but it seems early in the season that first ice bite is really hot. Here we have what's usually a mid to late season first ice bite. Well, it's it doesn't really change much. It's all still the water temperature's cold, and where ice can form as soon as it gets uh, cold enough. But uh, once that ice, that water gets cold, their growth rate's slow. But the fall bite continues into the winter, and I think if ice comes later, you, you get a little bit of a good bite, but it, it fades even without ice. And so, um, you know, you want to get ice early so you can get a good bite to start, but it does fade. And uh, the real thing to remember is this having some some tricks to get them to bite. And when their metabolisms are slow, you got to hit them at the right times. You know, you could be fishing in the afternoon, but there's a lot of clear water in in Michigan, and uh, there's some stained lakes too. The stained lakes are easier to hit during the day. You get a better, more active bite. And then the evening, of course, all the fish bite, whether it's bluegills or crappies, they tend to turn active in the evenings in the clear lakes. But even in the dark lakes, it creates uh, a feeding time. They got to feed and then rest. And winter is the resting resting time for the fish. Uh, they get they get time to rest and they grow a little bit still during the winter, but summers when they really grow and if you get them hot long extended summers you get a better growth rate and i think right now if if the ice goes you go out there in the boat and you can fish them and the difference is you can move around a little bit easier you don't have to drill holes but with forward viewing on the ice um, i use hummingbird i like the details i like the depth binders i like all the stuff that you can use to uh get them get them to bite but it's like watching the fish in in a virtual live motion, and you can see them and watch the reactions to the bait. And that's what I love using. But then you've got the, the Lake Master, you've got the um, a good side imaging, and you can use these on your boat. So if you if you invest in the winter package, you could use it on your boat to chase fish down. Whether you're fishing bass or panfish, you could see them and. Uh, just look for them and, and go up to them and then put it down and you can you can watch several lines that's another thing one uh, mega live hummingbird you can put in the middle and watch everyone in the shanty so if you can have four holes you can watch all four of them and watch the fish swimming up to them that's it's kind of a nice thing one and you can see your whole family's baits Brian Brosdahl is our guest here on the Conquest Sense Hotline. Bro, I was watching uh, one of your videos, and and the live imaging on that thing, to, to watch your bait up and down, to watch the fish come up to the bait, to literally see them draw the bait in. Now, mind you, these are just images. They're not like live, you know, pictures but it just yeah. blew my mind i mean look i bought my hummingbird just a couple of years ago and it's like every year something new comes out it's like how do you keep up well it, they up, give you updates so you can stay current and they'll update it so if they have a, a a new program or system to speed it up or you know you can make more pings uh, per per minute or per second they'll you could up they they keep it so you could update your machines and um they've really the uh, the mega live now from when it first started it's it's night and day and it's so detailed and, and uh you could tell what kind of fish they are as they're coming in and if you zoom in and and you if you learn how to use the adjustments that's everything if mm-hmm. you just put it down expect it to do it all for you i have mine adjusted i 
I uh, I have my bottom range set. I have my my ping speed set. I have all that. I, I kind of fiddle with it, and that's that's time on the ice. If you if you're out ice fishing for a whole day, you'll get it down because you can just sit there and, and hit the adjustments, and uh, and it's fun. And you can see the their their activity levels. And you know it's walleye because walleyes when they come through, they get fidgety and they swim in circles and then they leave and then they come back. Mm-hmm. Pike sit there and stare at it, right? And uh, and they don't move. And then of course. Panfish, uh, they're, they're round, so you can tell. And then perch, they just swarm and attack. And, right. But fish in the, in that cold water are slow and lumbering, and they will miss it sometimes, and they'll turn and try to grab it. But it's uh, it's fun to watch, and I like using my AquaView. I've uh, they've they've gone to more like a tablet style camera, the seven twenty two and eight twenty two. It's like carrying a a tablet computer, and you get this nice big screen. It's light, it's lithium, and uh, you can watch your big bluegills and your crappies uh, come up and bump the bait. Well, most people would set the hook if they're just using a flasher, um, but you watch them bump it, and then you wait a second, and then they grab it, but they don't quite have it. And then when you see that hook disappear in their mouth, you set the hook. And I've been watching perch, unlike Winnebagosh over here, come in. They don't quite have the bug spoon, the bait at the bottom, mm-hmm. but they have it partially in their mouth. You wait a second. And you see that uh, hook disappear, you set the hook in. They're a little bit sluggish, you know, coming out of a cold front, but with that aquaview, you can really see that. And you can really, and you can, the same with Mega Live on Hummingbird, you can watch it, see it, and make it happen. I tell you, we've come, I mean, since since we first met a number of years ago to now, the technology on things, the AquaView, the full color is just fantastic. The Hummingbird, all of the stuff that Northland Tackle has been putting out year after year that you've been working on yourself uh, is, is just incredible. And hats off to all you guys for all the hard work you put in. You know, people think it's just fishing, but there's so much research that goes into everything that is on those shelves and uh and you're you know you're the guy there doing it so we appreciate you joining us here well it, it with northland they're really way ahead of things uh they've given uh their product for a year ahead to all of us to test out and see what we think about the colors and actions and everything so we get to test it and that's super exciting what's coming out and uh in jigs and open water too i'm looking forward to it. and i can't wait to use their jigs and the detroit river all right man we'll we we talked about that but we'll let you in on what we know here off air so more coming your way gonna speak with martin hollerin from the commemorative bucks of michigan bro thanks so much for your time man appreciate you to everyone that has served this great country keeping us free to enjoy the great outdoors Thank you from Duran Martinez and Team Wild Michigan. I'm just trying to be a father, raise a daughter and a son, be a lover to their mother, everything to everyone. Welcome back to Wild Michigan. I'm Duran Martinez. Happy to have you here, man. And uh, ladies, gentlemen. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a fun month uh, here. As a short month, we get ready. And we're gonna start warming up next week. I know a lot of snowmobilers are not happy about that, but uh, you know it's it's just what we're going through. It's cyclical. We're just gonna we're gonna make it through. We're gonna be back to the the snowy state that I'm sure we were 
uh, not that long ago. And uh, the ice fishing, which we just talked about with Brian Brosdahl, will continue. And, uh, man, when you get to check that guy out on the Facebook or Instagram, Brian Brosdahl, B-R-O-S-D-A-H-L. Look for bro. And he's got lots of great video tips and, uh, and things that he does on his uh, social media pages. We like sharing those here as well, so uh, by all means, do so. Uh, right now, we're going to speak with Martin Holleran, Commemorative Bucks of Michigan, here on the Conquest Sense Hotline. They are the group responsible for uh, keeping the records. Or, you know, they have their the, uh, records book that they put out. And, um, you know, if you're a turkey hunter, a whitetail, a black bear, uh, elk, and, uh, you know, those are the records that they're keeping, and uh, they have them there. And, I, I, you know, okay, I'm going to toot my own horn here. i got a couple turkeys in there, which I'm happy about. Uh, no deer. My elk didn't make it, but that's okay. I still have a chance for a bear to make it in there. Martin, how are you, sir? Good. How are you? I'm doing well, man. It's always good to have you here. It's nice to be here with you. Well, you know, um, it looks like March is going to be a busy month because we've got a lot of stuff going on. We've got uh, the Ultimate Sports Show in Grand Rapids taking place. I'll be actually speaking at the United Deer Farmers of Michigan event in Gaylord the week of the 17th, 18th, and 19th. And then the following week, uh, we will be at the Commemorative Bucks of Michigan annual fundraiser and banquet at the, excuse me, Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort on the 25th. That is going to be huge. Yes, and we're excited. It's coming fast. Um, last year was our first year at the Soaring Eagle, and it was a hit for us, so we're going to try it again. You know, the, the venue there, for people, if you've never been uh, to the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, their venues here, they're... Um, event rooms that they have it's so nice because they can expand them and this uh not only marty was i mean just set up so well because you have your your bucket raffles you have the auction uh items you have the the guns and uh, the card raffle giveaways you guys have so much stuff do you have an idea roughly how many guns you gave away last year uh last year <laughs> I could tell you a dollar amount, and it was uh, it was close to twenty thousand dollars in guns. Wow. Um, I don't know exactly how many that was, but uh, it was uh, it, it was pretty uh, pretty nice to uh, be able to give that back, and um, it was fun. And just like you said, the the venue it was our first banquet because COVID shut us down for a while, and you know last year was our first banquet getting back into the swing of things and uh the soaring eagle they just they put on a fantastic meal a, a great place they treated us like kings they we had some things go wrong and they made it made it right and it, it was really nice so i didn't see anything that went wrong so that, that must have been completely out of my out of my uh scope of what i do there but uh again and, and i'm looking forward to being there again as well because you allow me to be your MC over there and we have a lot of fun and dj ron keeps the music going uh when we're going that guy's a total pro total pro yeah no it's fun and dj ron's excited to be back he's uh i think he's gonna be uh uh, getting a room at the Soaring Eagle this year, oh so boy. he's going to stay the night there, and uh, 
he's excited to be back. Is so, he going? Is he going to change um, his name to Nick Papa Giorgio just for one night? <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but uh, no, we have a lot of things coming in for the banquet. We we have an African hunt's going to be back. Actually, we got two of them, um, and just a lot of nice prizes. You know, we don't have. Uh, we don't have the luxury of buying packages, um, you know, to do a banquet. All of our stuff is stuff, you know, we try to get from Michigan and uh, from business owners and and stuff. And uh, we have a lot of personalized handmade stuff, and uh, it's really coming in and coming together nicely. It is. And, you know, I think, too, Martin, that the uh, – speaking of Martin Holleran from the Commemorative Bucks of Michigan – uh, the event coming up on the 25th of March. You can get your tickets at Buckfax, B-U-C-K-F-A-X dot com. Um, the nice thing about it is you have so many great things, handcrafted items donated, uh, items from uh, vendors and, and stores donated there. And so, I mean, and there's a lot of stuff. So you've got a really, really good chance of walking away with something when you walk in the door. You do, and and we like to have it. Um, you know, we like to have our, uh, you know, a, we we consider like a gun, a bow, or or you know, a type, of, so a prize like that. We like to have at least one for every seven people. Um, you know, just a big item for one out of every seven people. Just, you know, we we want people to to go away from our banquet and uh, uh, try to set ourselves apart from the rest. Yeah, it is. It's a great centrally located uh, venue at Soaring Eagle. Of course, they have all their gaming and everything else that you can do if you choose to do that. Um, it'll be fantastic because I know my, my lovely wife and uh, her parents will be there with me. And if you want to go, buckfax.com uh, to get your tickets. Um, what did you learn from last year, Martin? over the years prior because just to me everything again was so spaced out we weren't cramped and everything was so smooth yeah and really having having the space that they had up there was wonderful even though one of our hiccups that we had is they had the room set up for half amount of the people we had coming and we oh. noticed this about three hours before the banquet <laughs> that we need to double our seating that we had so it was a little mad scramble but um, we got it done, and only a only a handful of people noticed. But um, no, just having the the room for the you know we have so many stuff that's handmade and, and you know big items, um, shadow hunter blinds, um, uh, you know, and it just uh, they we've got a blind from them. And last year, um, uh, you know, we just had just so much stuff and we're working on getting more this year so uh you know we want to try and top last year's goal and just have a lot of stuff we're going to try to try to start posting on our facebook page when we get items coming in here in the next little bit uh um to let people know what we have coming because we want you to um if we're going to have a an african safari hunt there we want everyone to know that there's one there ahead of time so they can come 
looking to buy it. So. All right, and be ready because there's going to be a rifle and pistol bonus packages, uh, the deck of card raffles, 50-50 raffles, a 17 and under uh, special giveaway. And, of course, there's live auctions, silent auctions, the bucket raffles, veterans and first responders special giveaway, which is always great that you guys honor them at every banquet and give them a chance to have their own raffle as well. Absolutely, and without them, I mean... They're the reason why we're here today and, you know, between the veterans and the first responders and then the kids, um, you know, the kids are the future of us. And and so uh, we try to be special for those people. All right. It is March 25th, Soaring Eagle Casino uh, and Resort. We'll have a banquet room there. The food's going to be fantastic. DJ Ron will be there. Martin will be there. I'll be your MC, And we're going to talk with Martin in the next segment about what it is exactly the Commemorative Bucks of Michigan are doing because there are measurers all over the state. We want you to find one. We are being brought to you by our friends at Not Just Guns, Cedar Street 127 in Mason. We are Wild Michigan. Still believe. Hey, Michiganiacs, this is your blood brother Ted Nugent celebrating the almighty Michigan spirit of the wild with my blood brother Duran Martinez on Wild Michigan. Go wild. Welcome back to Wild Michigan. I'm Duran Martinez. Happy to have you here. We are fully into February, and you know what? I I, I think I forgot about that ridiculous rodent that tries to predict the weather. Well, guess what? You're wrong either way. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we are being brought to you by our friends at Not Just Guns in Mason, Michigan. Conquest Sense, makers of the fine sense in a stick. In a stick, uh, the uh, Evercom VS1 running block plus. They've got the new Therma pads. Uh, I'd say, man, when those things come back or get on the shelf, because they were only available uh, this year online. But when you see them in the store, buy them because you can use them with your Therma cell. And they uh, disperse scent. You can use them as a wind indicator when the little smoke comes off of there. Uh, they're fantastic, man. Just make sure you check those out. ConquestScents.com. A link on our website, WildMichiganRadio.com. And uh, real quickly, before I get back to Martin Holleran from the Commemorative Bucks of Michigan, uh, bail, or I'm sorry, uh, bond denied for the two gentlemen involved on the, uh, the alleged uh men involved with the um, murder of Mr. Young here four years ago at Rose Lake. So bond denied, which uh, which makes the case even stronger against these two guys, one from St. John's and one from the uh, up near Flint area. So we'll keep you updated on that as we are watching Orange Justice very closely. Now back to Martin Holleran, Commemorative Bucks of Michigan, uh, Buckfax, B-U-C-K-F-A-X dot com, uh, where you can get your tickets for the upcoming event happening March 25th. Um, but Marty, what people, you know, there's so many people that don't know about you guys. Now, I know you go to places like you're going to be like an outdoor rama coming up this month, uh, you know, measuring uh, measuring antlers and bear skulls and turkey beards, things of that nature for the um, 
for the record books. And, you know, it's nice just to have that score uh, handy yourself. So um, what exactly, you know, how exactly, how many people do you have around the state that are scoring? So we have um, we have roughly 125 measures across the state. Um, we're doing another class. Um, we have another class coming up that we're going to be training. We use the Pope and Young and Boone and Crockett scoring system, um, and we are constantly trying to um, add more measures. Um, you know, we do have an application that they can they can uh, contact us with and a process to go through that uh, to be able to go through the training course. Um, but this year is going to be a big year. We, you know, we, we do the record book every three years. Um, so the next one will be due out after the 23 season is done. So, um, you know, we want to make sure to get everything in. Um, and then, you know, so next year with the 24, we'll have the new record book out. That's awesome. You know, the first, and I want to go back to my very first turkey ever shot was a, a double bearded turkey. Not a great double beard, but it's still, that's like automatic qualification uh, to get into the book. Right, right. And, and the turkeys are, um, you know, you get a double bearded turkey and, and you're pretty much, uh, you're pretty much in, and if you use a an archery or a crossbow, you know it's pretty. Our minimums are pretty low, and it is probably the the easiest way into the record book. But once your name goes in, it's in forever. Um, uh, you know, so it's something we we constantly have people I say, you know, hey, my grandpa shot this, and can I enter this in? And it's just, you know, your name will be in there. Your grandkids will look at your name and. And everyone will be in there for forever. So. Yeah, it, it is cool. And, and and dare I say, Martin, my second was a triple beard. Uh, but the Spurs, man, I get I got shorted on the Spurs both times. <laughs> one one only had one spur, and the other one was you know like little stubby spurs. But you know what? It's it was just such a, a, an honor to to have those two birds uh, be in the book. It's still an honor to have those be in the book, and um, and you're right. It's something for posterity that we will be able to share uh, with families and our families and our friends for as long as you know the books are put out. Now, uh, when scoring whitetails. Uh, first of all, have you seen a trend, or do you see a trend, on on bigger racks that have been coming through, say the like the ta- past ten years? Because I I know that um, management has taken a, a bit of a turn to the what I consider better, uh, but we have had a couple of years where the antler growth has just been absolutely phenomenal. And and I have noticed that being. Um you know, in CBM since 1993, um, and being more involved, you know, and on the board and in the business management end of it, you know, since 2014, the last, you know, few years, we've really seen bigger deer, um, you know, just uh, a lot more 150 plus deer, you know, than we used to. And, and all those deer that we used to bring in that were, you know, 115, 110, you know, harvested with a, with a archery equipment. Um, you know, those deer are now making Pope and Young. They're 125 to 135. And so the deer, um, we are seeing bigger deer in some of the, the counties up in the, uh, 
northwest part of the state. We're trying to add some more measures up there just because uh, the APRs are starting to get a lot more deer in those areas, and uh, it's really showing in our record books. Martin Holleran with Commemorative Bucks of Michigan joining us here. And what's really nice is, you know, by about the time that Outdoorama hits, the drying time period to get a good score uh, will be about uh, about through. Yep, yep. And it's a 60-day drying period. So, um, you know, if someone shot one with their muzzleloader on January 4th, first or or i guess muzzleloaders over but their archery um you can still shoot a buck uh on january 1st so that'll be uh pretty much all that'll be up and uh they'll be eligible for the record to be measured for the record book so that's awesome now of course turkeys there there are is no drying time for turkeys because that's a that's an instant thing and it's the science or i mean the the measuring skill not a big one for turkey which is nice (laughs) <laughs> no, I love doing turkeys. <laughs> but now, now for bear, bear uh, is a little bit different because you know you have a clean skull, and there's a drying time period for that as well. Yes, and and bear are hard because it takes time, and and they have to go sixty days from, and it's it's not like a whitetail where it's sixty days from when the deer is shot. Um, it's sixty days from when the skull is clean. So. Um, you know, the bear do come in a little late, um, but, um, you know, they're width plus length of the skull and, uh, but it it is important that we do have to wait 60 days from when the skull is clean, not when the bear is harvested. All right. And elk, we're still 60 days on that. And that you, you don't get a lot of those, but when you do, it's pretty special here in Michigan. Yes, yes, no, and and we have had uh, we have had some of them starting to come in. Uh, the drying period from the first hunt is uh, is good, and we've had some really big elk come in already this year. So, what are the uh, um, what what is the minimum for an elk to get? And I can't remember. I think it's one fifty uh, for the elk. Okay. Um, yeah. Let me. Uh, it, it's it's you know it's it's just amazing too when I when I looked at, when I looked at mine I look man again I go back to it was the most difficult thing I've ever done in my life stress wise but uh, you know but it's mine and it wasn't a it wasn't a book elk but it was my Michigan elk and you know we're going on on ten years for that which I can't believe uh, and I'm going to make you feel old too because you're like thirty years with CBM so you're like you know, yeah you're like a classic <laughs> yourself now. Yeah, I bet. Started doing this uh, with uh, Richard Will, one of our school teachers, um, and uh, when I graduated high school, and so yeah, now it's uh, making me look old. No, oh, he's a he's a, he's a great guy. I mean, you've got some, you know, you've got some fantastic people, and I want to, you know, I want to recognize like Richard Wilt and Mike Heeg and everybody and 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 Terry, you know, everybody that you've had on and have on. Um, are just such great people. I really love everybody over there. And this is an event you're not going to want to miss. It's the Commemorative Bucks of Michigan annual fundraiser and banquet. Uh, lots of stuff to give away, lots of guns, lots of other great uh, prizes to win happening on the 25th of March at the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, the big banquet room there. It's a great time with great food. DJ Ron will be there. And Martin, you'll be there as well. I will be there as well, and and also 
I think I said 150 for our elk minimums, and they are 170 for typical elk. So I'm sorry about that. All right. Well, well, you know what? We corrected it right away. We didn't have to do a, a retraction. <laughs> All right, Martin Holleran, thank you so much, man. Hang on the line. I'll talk to you off air. Brian Brosdahl, thanks for your wisdom as well. Whole another hour coming your way. Thanks to our friends at Not Just Guns, Cedar Street 127 in Mason, notjustguns.com, and Conquest Sense. ConquestSense.com, all on our website, wildmichiganradio.com.